It could be stressful finding ways to do stress, don't you think? (laughs) Welcome to Consume for Good. I'm Billy. And I'm Emily. We're an everyday couple just trying to figure out a plant-based keto lifestyle. This week is all about self-care and balancing all aspects of making a journey like this. Before we get started, if this is a journey that you're planning on going down, make sure you consult with experts. Uh, There are a lot of big changes and we wanna make sure that this journey is is for you. Last week we talked about cheat meals, which is always a fun thing. It's those meals that have no rules, right? You don't have to be worried about macros or fitting it into your day or just tracking it at all, really. Um, and we thought it might be a good time to talk about self-care, kind of as a broader picture. Cheat meals are a great way to sometimes relieve that stress, but also it does knock you out of ketosis and, and can not set you back, but slow down your progress for a little while. So we were going to talk about a few things um, just to keep in mind with that, um, more of that mental self-care, right? A, a cheat meal can fill that void sometimes, but there's other things as well to do to, to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, and making sure that you know, if you're doing, a, if you're going down a, a new diet, keto or plant-based or plant-based keto, you know, if the the mental aspects of it are too taxing, then it's not really a good thing to go down. So there's a lot of ways that we've found that really kind of introduce a little bit of de-stressing and a little bit of you know meditation, mixed workouts that kind of help balance out the the mental rigors of doing something new. Definitely, and especially with plant-based and keto, they're both diets where you are constantly checking your ketosis, the keto side of it, you're always checking the macros of food, uh, the plant side, plant-based side, you're always checking is there secretly eggs or whey protein or something else that's snuck in there. Um, so it's important to kind of recognize that that definitely takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, um, and it can be really frustrating. I know that I get frustrated all the time of, we think we've found a good product or we think we found something that we would enjoy, but there's something in there. Or even just looking at recipes online, I feel like that's our biggest thing. Well, oh, this has low carbs, this is plant-based, or we can make it plant-based. Obviously, when you're making it yourself, you can um, adjust as you need, but it either in the adjustments doesn't taste right or the, the sheer size that you're actually allowed to have for those few carbs is just minuscule or it just really doesn't taste good. So I think the whole process of both plant-based and keto can be really frustrating. Um, and so we want to talk about, you know, like Billy said, that that is a, a hugely taxing part of this. And, and it's one that you need to be aware of so that you are taking care of yourself and not just um, kind of going and going, going, and then realizing that you're overwhelmed and it sets you back. Yeah. And, and like you said, cheat meal is definitely a good way to stop that cycle of continuously checking you 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 stop you're not counting you're not focused on the numbers you're focused on having a good meal but the other side of it it's always good to find ways to de-stress throughout the the week stressful things that'll happen and come up and and being able to kind of mitigate that stress really helps kind of i would say stick to uh this style of, of of eating uh, I know a really good approach that we have is, you know, yoga um, mm-hmm. is, is a good yoga or meditation, I would say, is is definitely good. It's also good to kind of, you know, have interaction with people and, and do things that, you know, it, it can be scary going out into the world when you're on such a restrictive uh, eating plan that, you know, people saying, oh, let's go have a drink. You might be like, oh, I'm going to go. There's not going to, I'm not going to be able to eat anything. I, I don't even know what I can drink. 
-hmm. you know, it, it's sometimes it's okay to have a few extra carbs within your daily allotment to really make sure that you're keeping that social interaction and really kind of keeping a level head about everything that's going on. For sure. And that's one that we, I think, prioritize is that mental health piece of we are definitely trying to be healthier and part of that goal is to lose a bit more weight um, for us. But it should never come at the cost of our mental health or even for us, our relationship. You know, we don't want to be kind of on either side of that one person saying, no, we have to be strict. And the other person saying, I'd like a break. We kind of acknowledge that if some person, one of us needs a break, then we're happy to go with it. Um, and I think that's a big, a big point that you kind of brought up as well as going out. Sometimes it can be um, a bit of a Pandora's box telling other people, oh, I can't go out because... I'm doing this diet, whether it's plant-based or keto or both. Um, and I know I am a very private person. I don't like to tell people if I'm trying to lose weight. Um, we had talked in the very first episode that we've both tried a lot of things. Um, and really what kind of honed us on this style of eating was a diagnosis that I got, or two diagnoses I got last year. We definitely have tried a lot of different things to lose weight. And now that we have that other piece of my medical history, it's definitely been more successful. But in the past, I think anytime you say to someone, oh, we are losing weight or we're, this is why I don't want to eat this. I think it sort of opens a box for a lot of people to feel free to say some, some things <laughs> and whether they disagree with the style of eating, again, keto or plant-based, people have very strong opinions about both. Yes. Um, or if it's sort of patronizing um, support and they don't see it as patronizing. You know, I'm not saying anyone has said anything to me in a mean or cruel way. Yes, I'm just saying they, they're giving their ideas and sometimes you think, well, I've tried that you really think I haven't you know so the person saying like oh have you tried portion control and you really want to turn around and go what of course I have <laughs> like what's wrong with you um so I think that piece of going out into the world and interacting with other people on your diet sometimes it is easier to have a bit of a cheat meal enjoy it you don't have to have a conversation about what you eat you don't have to let other people give you their opinions um and you can just enjoy it for what it is definitely I will say that as soon as you start and you say, I'm doing keto or I'm going down plant-based, everybody will have some opinion mm -hmm. of why you shouldn't do it. And then as soon as people start seeing that you are showing results, then everybody's an expert all of a sudden on like, oh, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Yes, 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 we are doing that. And yes, we have read into that and we understand that. Like I said, you know, we're stumbling through plant-based keto, but regular keto was relatively easy for us. I think the biggest hurdle was you know, we were almost ashamed at talking about what we were doing because it had such a negative connotation when it first got became really popular. Well, I think like the Atkins diet, right? Because mm -hmm. there's very there's similarities between the two. So when Atkins first really hit mainstream, people were like, oh, well, if you're going to eat bacon every meal, like you may lose weight because you're just eating meat and you're bored, but it's not healthy. And even when we did regular keto eating meat, we were not eating bacon every meal and having that from it. We were still eating balanced meals. And to be honest, you really wouldn't be able to tell they were keto unless you really knew the macros we were putting behind it or putting the thought into. Um, it was a very normal meal that we would have, well, normal lunches that we would take to work, all that sort of stuff, normal snacks when I was <laughs> out on the yard during recess. But I think the difference is, is like there was so much planning going into it. We were very particular about what we were doing. And those meals out, those surprises, that's where we kind of couldn't be as flexible because it's, you know, very few restaurants cater unless you're going to just like a meat and veggie <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> which the place we lived did have a few barbecue places, so that was all right. But, you know, it's definitely harder out and about. And, and like you said, everyone has sort of cautionary tales when you start. And then once you've lost the weight, then everyone's 
sort of jumped on that bandwagon. So it's interesting how people's perspective changes as you've lost the weight. But we we always kept the health side of it at the forefront of why mm-hmm. we were losing weight. And even with the plant-based side, you know, there's lots of products that are plant-based. You know, Oreos have no animal products in them. And what's the other one? Like Sour Patch Kids, no animal products. Potato chips, a lot of them are free from dairy or anything. That doesn't mean you're being healthy. Or with the plant-based keto, health is always our main goal. So we are trying to use, you know, vegetables as like a huge portion of what we eat. And then a few added other things for more protein, more fats. But it's always a very healthy, balanced meal that we're aiming for. Yeah, and that, that's definitely something that we have found either either side of the keto, whether it was regular keto or plant-based, is it's really balancing, looking at it as a day or an entire week and balancing across that whole week to, to make sure that, you know, you are hitting your macros, but you are eating foods that you need. If you're deficient in specific nutrients, mm-hmm. then it may not be the right avenue. So I agree. Uh, another fun thing that I, I kind of circling back to it that I've noticed is, is, you know, once you do start losing weight, there's the people that are all of a sudden experts, but there's also the people that want to know exactly what you're doing yes. for word. And then all of a sudden you become this, uh, like expert on not really the diet for say, but you're an expert on how people should eat and everybody's different. So it gets a little conflating in trying to tell people how they should eat when it, it's really each scenario is going to be unique to that person and and how they incorporate food into their daily life. For sure. We had lots of people when we hit that like 40 pound kind of 40, 50 pounds loss, lots of people wanted to know. And like you said, they wanted almost like a meal plan from us. What do you eat in a week? What do you do? And that worked for us, but it definitely, we were never the sort of people that could turn around and say, this is what I do. You should do it too, because everybody's diet is so particular. Um, and just their movement and their what they need to be um, nutritious is very different. So we definitely stayed away from that. So again, we're a bit secretive about what we eat. Not on like to be cruel, but we just wanted to make sure that we weren't giving people advice that wasn't for them. I think another big piece that you mentioned right at the start, so to go back to it, was um, some of the other tools that we use to practice self-care. Because I think it is something you have to practice. Nobody's great at it. And you mentioned yoga, which we do you know, just a couple of videos from YouTube, do that, and meditation. And again, full caveat, we are not pros. I don't think it's meditation takes some skill. We use a couple apps to help us because it is something that's new for us. I definitely didn't grow up doing it. It's relatively new for me. So I do need more of that guided meditation rather than I know some people are better at it and can just find their spot and meditate. So for us, we've used a couple apps to help us along there. Yeah, we've, we found the the Calm app, um, which has been, I mean, it's been around for a little bit. We haven't had a chance to really deep dive into it, but I know one of the one of the credit cards that we have in, in switching and adding in more benefits has, has offered a, a year subscription for free. So I would definitely check if you have the Marriott American Express, you might want to check and see if you have access to it also. Uh, but we're excited to give it a try, especially at night. Right now, there's a lot of things going on. We're working through not only a diet, but a lot of things going on in our personal lives. So I think that it, it'll be definitely something good to, to try out and kind of report back to see if it's definitely an, an, an additional benefit. Yeah. When I was a teacher, I also used the Smiling Minds app, which had a lot of kid-focused programs. So that was really helpful. I did it with my fourth graders when we came in from recess or lunch, just give them a few minutes to circle back and 
you know, find their center. And I know that they have quite a few, I struggle falling asleep a lot, um, as you know. And so they have quite a few specifically for that as well of falling asleep and just some of those guided meditations to take you through and, and calm you down. So definitely both of those are great apps. Smiling Minds is free, so it's just a great free option. I think you just need to create an account. It's a great choice. And I know Calm, we're excited to maybe get into a bit more mm. now that we have access to that one. There's a million different apps out there for similar things, yoga or meditation. So definitely find one that works for you. I know different apps have different, you can set the time limit and search by that. You know, if you want to find a 20 minute one or just a real quick one, um, those are helpful knowing how much time you have. But just taking a few minutes every day for yourself is such a good de-stressor. And I think it just helps with not just staying focused on your diet and moving forward, but also staying focused as a, like, as a grown-up. With, like you said, everything going on an extra 10 minutes for yourself might be hard to carve out during the day, but I think it's increasingly more important as as life is getting a bit more hectic and a bit more stressful. Yeah, and if you know of any other apps we should give a try, yeah. feel free to shoot us a comment um, or an, an email. Uh, we are always excited to try new things. Like I said, we are stumbling through this. Another thing that we have done more when we're traveling and something we're trying to work on uh, for self-care when we're here is books on tape or podcasts. I know I have a few podcasts which <laughs> are good and bad. They're, I'm sure you've heard of them, but Crime Junkie, I love listening to that podcast, but it does sometimes give me the heebie-jeebies or nightmares. So <laughs> I, I feel like I have to warn Billy I'm about to listen to it and then he'll know that if I wake up in the night, he may also have to wake up. <laughs> so if you have any non-creepy uh, podcasts, we'd love to hear them. I also found Nicole Byer's podcast, which is hilarious. Um, so I've been listening to that, but those are good ways to relax. Um, particularly Nicole Byers, it's funny, you know, definitely laughing has that like stress relief piece to it. Um, we've listened to books on tape previously when we're traveling, we've kind of downloaded a book to listen to together. Um, it's a nice conversation piece. We, um, travel together and, and usually when you're traveling, you know, a couple weeks, you're spending every second of the day together anyway. So it's good to have some new topics to talk about so you don't get bored. Um, but if you have any books that you really love or podcasts, we'd love to hear because we are always looking for new book so selections, especially ones if you have any that are specific to plant-based eating or or that sort of stuff. We would love to hear those yeah. recommendations. I think one of the good things with that and, you know, kind of walking away from looking at self-care and kind of moving in is, is, you know, what's really cool about this and how we've been approaching it is, is this idea of, you know, our wins, our fails, our adjustments, I think are really a good snapshot of how are weeks going? How, what have we changed? And, and what's what's been working? And I think really to kind of kick off our wins this week, um, you know, we're seeing movement again in the scales. We had talked about plateauing and that mm -hmm. was kind of our inspiration for adding in a cheat meal. So that has definitely been a, a, a welcome thing. I mean, yeah. going going down in weight is, is, is never bad. For sure. It's always nice to see movement. We don't give the specifics of how much we weigh or how much we've lost because I think for that, that's a bit of self-care for me as we're talking about self-care <laughs> this, this week. Um, you know, I think that's such a personal thing. Everyone can agree that it is very personal. So we try to share the win of just loss as a whole um, without getting too much into the, the actual numbers. And hopefully you appreciate that. Hopefully you understand that feeling because I think especially with more and more exposure to images and, and people who have cultivated a very specific image, whether through Photoshop or not. Um, I think it's, we're all hot on ourselves and how we look. And so just keeping our weight to ourselves is definitely something that I prefer to do. Um, 
because I feel like it's we can just talk big picture mm -hmm. and that's and stay focused on the positive where I think I might get a bit obsessed with how much we lost well that and everybody's number is going to be different it mm -hmm. right this is going to be your journey although it might be a, a plant-based keto journey it may not be the same as as ours even mm -hmm. though like diet wise it is very similar so mm -hmm. it's important not to put a number to it because mm -hmm. everybody's a little bit different and if you're striving to you know lose exactly the same amount as someone else then that's yeah. i mean that just starts going down a whole other road that is probably not the best route in, mm -hmm. in general so i i agree i definitely think it is important to you know talk about these these good wins but mm -hmm. at the same time it doesn't need a number behind it because you know it's just not important yeah and hopefully i'm sure most people will kind of resonate with that but we do like to share when we do see movement on the scales because it is always i think we all know that feeling it's nice <laughs> it's a small win right yeah, in this world of, <laughs> world of struggles so our other win for the week was finding hemp hearts i'm sure it's not new to a lot of you you might have already found it but to us we haven't um, really seen them in stores near us so we were really excited to see them in a specialty food store that we went to this week to find them um, and so they're hemp seeds that have been shelled and they're just really high in fat and protein but the ones we have are zero carbs so mm -hmm. we're excited to um, test out a couple recipes on salads we've seen them use before in kind of chia seed puddings or things like that mm -hmm. and really just add another textural level to the food because definitely plant-based can be a little mushy sometimes. <laughs> yes, that is for sure. Um, we've talked about our issues with mush before, but um, it, it's also great and uh, nutritious food to add to things just to add a bit more variety as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're super excited to, to give those a try. I actually kind of stumbled across them by accident mm -hmm. and then looking at the, the actual you know, nutritional facts, and it seemed pretty good. So I'm sure if we probably looked at it enough, we would have found them eventually, but <laughs> right. it's... Uh, so that, that's really cool. I definitely think that that's when, especially being that it has good protein, good fats, and mm -hmm. low carbs, which is very hard to find when it comes yeah. to plant-based keto. Sure. Now, transitioning, I would say transitioning into the fails, although we did find something really nice and new, I would say that finding variety, I wouldn't necessarily consider it a fail, but it is kind of the downside. And, and I would put that under fail is finding variety and mm -hmm. making it so that you're not going down the same routine. It's easy for us to find a dish that we like that fits within the macros, but you can't do that every day. So, mm -hmm. and we're still, we still have been struggling to find that variety of meeting the, the plant-based keto macros mm -hmm. and, you know, keeping the, the food exciting. Yeah, definitely. And I think the stores that we go to don't cater very often to plant-based diets. So there's definitely limited products and I, what we find ourselves is, to get a big variety, we have to go to like three different stores, one of which is about a half an hour drive away from where we live, which is pretty far, I would say, mm -hmm. um, a bit unnecessary. But we've been limiting the stores, and with that, there's less products that we have access to. Obviously, all stores have vegetables, and most of them have tofu, so that's kind of the rhythm that we've fallen into is a lot of you know, veggies and tofu in various forms, which is good. It's still good food for us. It's still um, nutritious, but like you said, it's it gets boring, and that's definitely been a bit of a struggle that we have just out of ease of not having to drive around for three or four hours to go to each store. Um, we have had a bit of a same same with our, some of our recipes, but that's something that we can be working on as we move forward. Yeah. And then as for adjustment this week, really the percent to our macros, we have 
talked about in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. of we have really stepped up our working game. So we have adjusted the macros to be a little bit more protein bias within the, so the tracking app that we use, you can adjust the macros of based on fats to proteins to carbs. We've adjusted it to a what's considered a high protein keto diet to really make sure that we're, as we're working out and really pushing our muscles and, and that, that we're really making sure that we're supplementing extra protein within the diet. So we have adjusted the percentages of each macro a little bit, not by much. Mm-hmm. I, uh, they only went up a few percentages here and there uh, across the board. But I definitely think that it has opened a few more doors to really kind of help us look at food and go, well, this now does fit within our daily intake. So how do we incorporate that and make the meal a little bit better? Yeah. And I think we've spoken the last few weeks about adding in more carbs um, into our diet because we are working out more and kind of want to give ourselves a bit more freedom. So I think having more protein now, it just helps us focus on making sure that we are getting enough. I think before, because carbs were so limited, that was always our focus of like minimal carbs and enough fat for the day. But now adding in a few more carbs, adding in that protein, it does mean that we are shifting our focus. And, and like you said, with a bit more freedom, we're able to hopefully tie in a few more things that we hadn't been able to, to eat before. Yeah. And, you know, I would love to know what other people's percentages are um, just to, as a curiosity thing of, you know, what, how do you balance out those macros? Because there is a little bit of flexibility in how much each percentage holds. And it would be interesting to see if people are on the lower end or the higher end or where the median is mm-hmm. uh, on those, those macros. So, yeah, we'd love to hear what other people are doing. And also it's just good information. Like we say, we're stumbling through. So you may have found a better um, percentages of all the different macros. So we'd love to hear what works for you and what has been successful for you. Yeah. As we kind of transition out of the last few episodes, they've been very keto specific. Our main goal when switching to plant-based keto was taking a diet that we already knew that worked, but also looking at it from an environmental standpoint. So as we kind of transition away from the kind of ins and outs of how we approach keto, we really want to start incorporating more of how are we being better stewards of the environment? Mm-hmm. So we we still will be talking about keto and, and plant-based, but we do want to start thinking of good practices, just that our habits that we can incorporate as a long-term that really make sure that we're doing the best that we can for the environment. And that's our whole thing, is that nobody's going to be perfect overnight, right? And we definitely are not perfect, but those small changes add up and definitely make a difference. So that's kind of our thinking is what are the, now that we are more comfortable in the diet with the just general plant-based, how can we be tweaking it even further to make sure that we are, like you said, good stewards of the planet and, and making sure that we're, we're continuing to push that healthier world sort of idea. Stay tuned for next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't really have kind of what we're going to be talking about as much. We are going to add in a little bit of like how to manage keto plant-based when eating out. I think mm-hmm. that that's a, a good little last thing to kind of throw in there when it comes to the kind of how we approach uh, the keto diet. But I think we we might have some fun stuff. We will still keep the wins and fails because uh, that's really fun yeah. of, of looking at each week and how we can be better and how we did well. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week. If you are interested, we have a blog where we post recipes and other keto advice that we've come across. Uh, You can find us at Consume for Good on all the major social media platforms. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys next week. See you next week.